Welcome to our second edition of Discussions with Deuce podcast. I'm Shane Hildreth, Byte Media CEO, and with me as always is Corey Deuce Warren. Our podcast focuses on current topics within the sports world with a heavy focus on high school sports. I'm really excited about this podcast today. Uh, One of the greatest aspects of sports is the rivalry. And arguably, the greatest rivalry in college sports is the Red River Showdown, Texas versus OU. Today, we've got a special guest. It's Houston legend, Texas Longhorn legend, Vince Young. Uh, Deuce and Vince are going to be joining us here in a little bit, and they're going to banter back and forth. Uh, It's going to be great. Um, As most of y'all know, Vince Young, Madison High School grad here in Houston, was a three-year letterman, compiled just under 13,000 yards of total offense, and one of the greatest Houston high school football games ever was Madison versus the undefeated North Shore in the 5A regionals. Um, Deuce is going to talk about that game and also talk about North Shore's Demetrius Davis as the new hottest quarterback in Houston coming up and, and, and what Vince's thoughts are on that. So with, uh, with that, I am going to hand it over to Deuce and Vince Young. Once again, discussions with Deuce. I'm Corey Warren, AKA Deuce sitting here with a Houston football legend, Vince Young from the University of Texas and the Tennessee fan, but started in Madison High School. Vince, thank you for coming on to the show. No problem, Deuce, no problem. Now let me ask you a quick question. As far as when did you fall in love with football? Oh man, I think I fell in love about eight years old. I was playing high ball in the neighborhood. Yeah. And just like scoring touchdowns and <laughs> making people miss. Jaking, shooting, shaking, and juking and making people miss. And, and um, just fell in love from there ever since then. Then played in a little league for the Dolphins. Okay. A friend of mine named Daffa Coleman introduced me to uh, the football. And that's when I started playing. And now, I fell in love with it. I know when, uh, when you say Pee Wee football. Now, you grew up in what part of Houston? Uh, Herm Clark. Herm Clark. Herm Clark. So you end up going to Madison High School. End up going to Madison. Started at Dick Dylan with Coach Woodard. Um, and then Coach Seals, Ray Seals, legendary head coach. Legendary head coach. Legendary. One of the uh, <laughs> most famous, infamous coaches yeah. in football. Not only football, especially in Texas football, where Texas football is galvanized around the country. Whether you're in Florida, California, or Texas, you still got to come through Texas as far as football. Now, as far as the quarterback position, I know coming up in your era, there wasn't a lot of quarterbacks that mirrored you. How did you fall in love with being a quarterback or did a coach end up putting you in that position? Well, I I used to play multiple positions, defensive end, safety, wide out, I mean, I was all over, <laughs> mm-hmm. and coach said, let's, let's try you out at quarterback, um, and the rest was history. I mean, you know, being a leader, you know, guys, leading guys, and a lot of people wanted to be around me and things like that, so um, coach Seals said, let's try you out at quarterback. Uh, I think that was my 
uh, at the end of the year of my freshman year. Mm -hmm. And that's when I kind of just really fell in love with it. You know, I didn't have all the tools like I wanted to. I was straight raw with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, as I got um, better and better, you know, um, uh, it took a lot of hard work to, to become a, a, the quarterback position, knowing how to read defenses, all that type of stuff that came with it. So it took some time for me to, you know, understand uh, the, the position of playing a quarterback. So it took now, a while. <laughs> I know you said about the leadership part of playing the position of quarterback, right? Yeah. As, like, as I'm a coach, I look for that one skill with when I'm looking for a quarterback mm -hmm. to run my team. Whatever team I'm coaching, whether it's Pee Wee, whether it's high school, seven on seven, I look for leadership qualities first. Being that you are a quarterback at such a young age, after your freshman year, mm -hmm. then so you must have been leading the whole time. Yeah, I mean, just just you know, with my friends, you know, not not even the the sports part of it. I think more so just hanging out. Uh, I mean, people gas to me, like to hang around me, like to be around me, so. Um, you know, I tried to make sure that we was making, you know, right decisions mm -hmm. when we was out at the parties and, yeah. you know, places that we was at, was like Linda, Astroworld, like, you know. Astroworld. Yeah. Kids don't even know about Astroworld right? now. <laughs> Travis Scott, shout out to Travis Scott for bringing Astroworld <laughs> back, right? Real talk. But Astroworld, wow, that's a, that's yeah. a blast from the past there. So kind of just being that leader for my, my little crew. Uh, making sure we're making right decisions and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, it transferred to the uh, football field, you know, uh, leading my guys to war every week um, to go out every Saturday night, Friday night lights, to go out there and lead my guys to victories, man, and, um, and kind of just stay with me, man. It's just, it's great. That was a blessing. That was all from God, you yeah. know, for people wanting to be around me. So I had to make sure that we was making right decisions and, and choices and stuff out there so we wouldn't ruin our future because when you're at that age and you're making those bad decisions and hanging out with gangs and stealing and all this type of stuff and then that's when you go to jail and that's when a lot of us athletes make that wrong decision that's kind of hurt your career for the rest of your life so it was with me and my guys we try to make make sure we made best best uh you know good decisions and i know you had a lot of people in the neighborhood looking out for you because i know some guys like Roger thomas uh malin wesley uh Derek Jenkins, all those guys that came before you, I, I've got a chance to play with them uh, in Tampa Bay and in, in college with Malin Wesley. Mm -hmm. And uh, Derek and I were always friends because of Malin went to Madison. Right. And they would always look out for you. And I would always hear stories about you <laughs> through them. So I know you had a lot of good guys looking out for you. Even though you were that leader, you learned from a, a lot of Good guys looking out for you around yeah. the neighborhood. I mean, I too. looked up to all those guys, Dr. Coleman, Jenkins, you know. When I was in middle school, that's what I was going to watch Madison play. You know? Yeah. You know, those Lamar games, mm -hmm. Madison Lamar games, J.Y. Yates games, just rivalries. Yeah. And we was going to those games, and I'm like, man, I can't wait till I'll be, you're right, out there that playing. That guy. That guy being the quarterback, making moves, scoring touchdowns, yeah. scoring touchdown passes. So. I looked up to those guys a lot, so man, I appreciate them guys. Tim McCray, I mean, the list goes on of a lot of guys that we had came through that Madison and, and was underneath that Coach Seals brand. Uh, he did a lot for us. Coach Seals did a lot for he us. He did. Shout out to Coach Seals. And uh, in your Madison High School, you were a th three-year letterman. 
you complied, compiled 12,980 yards of total offense and had one of the greatest high school games in that North Shore <laughs> Madison game. What, what, what can you tell us about that game? I mean, you had 400 yards of total offense in there, three passing touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns, and y'all won 61 to 58. What, what memories do you have on that game? Man, I, know. I know it's a long time <laughs> to take you back there, but you know. I know it was a packed game. I mean, it was the only game that night, that Friday night. So um, all I remember is that those guys was averaging 600 yards a game. Um, uh, I forget his name, quarterback Easter, I think his last name was. Those guys, and, and Coach Seals said, it's going to come down whoever get the last stop. Yeah, I remember when we was preparing ourselves uh, before we left the uh, high school, Madison, before we left to get on the bus to go to the Astrodome, that what Coach said. He said, guys, it's going to be a high-scoring game because we be, we scored, they know how to score. It's going to take whoever get the last stop. And that's exactly what happened. We yeah. got the last stop, and that's how we won the game. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember that game because uh, a lot of guys from Oklahoma – Obviously, when you from Oklahoma, I mean, not from Oklahoma, but you go to Oklahoma to play sports, mm -hmm. you always looking back and trying to find out who's the next up and coming Texas high school football player, or football mm -hmm. star. In your case, you were such a phenom at the position. First of all, being six <laughs> five at, at, at run at, at quarterback, but then also playing safety as well. Yeah. I'm sure re people recruited you to play safety also, right? Yeah, uh, LSU coach Saban when he was there wanted me to come down and play a little wide out or some DB. But you know me, I was I was thinking about quarterback. You know, um, you know at growing up, man, you just always hear you know the negative stuff about black quarterbacks can't you know read defense can't function. So, you know, a guy like me take that as motivation. Yeah. When somebody would tell me I can't, that just doesn't do – all that does is pushes me. Right. To show you, like, nah, I'm going to show you we can. So, I mean, a lot of guys would recruit me for wide, wide receiver when I was in high school. And I was like, nah, I want to play quarterback. Yeah. yeah. What did what did Texas say to you to say – and you said, okay, I'm going there. What 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 did they give you? Well, what Coach Brown was just honest, man. He was just straightforward. And he was like, man, I'm – I'm recruiting you to be a quarterback at the University of Texas. And that's what I wanted to hear because most guys was, you know, saying wide receiver. I didn't want to move, you know, from, you know, quarterback position to wide out. Yeah. And that's what it was happening. A lot of guys was right. changing their position, especially when they got to the pros as well. So I stood my ground. I mean, I told Coach, man, I want to be a quarterback. That's what I want to play. Give me opportunity and I'll do my best, you know, to try to win, win you a national championship. Yeah. And, you know, uh, when he gave me the opportunity, man, I really did appreciate it, you know. Yeah. And when he gave me the key to the, to the to the car, in case I eventually the starter, I didn't, I didn't give it back up. You did, you <laughs> did. And uh, what, now speaking of quarterbacks and obviously being black quarterbacks, and you leading the path for a lot of Texas quarterbacks. Uh, we have Demetrius Davis. He's on the cover of Vibe magazine right now. And uh, young what, king, what, young king. What <laughs> what advice would you have for somebody like Demetrius Davis, that's coming up, following in your footsteps? That was great advice that you just gave, as far as sticking your ground and playing the position that you wanted to play. Right. But what kind of what kind of advice would you give somebody like Demetrius Davis coming up now? Well, Demetrius, man, he's he's an outstanding young man. Um, 
I mean, I'll be we we be texting each other back and forth on Instagram. I'd be like, okay. man, I'm very proud of you, man. Keep up the good work, man. You're making me look bad. <laughs> <laughs> but what I tell him, man, just you know, just stick with it, man. You know, try to try your best to you know close shut your shut your door to all the people that's trying to talk to you about this and that, man. You know, pray about it, man. You know, always know make the decision what's best for you. You know, you don't want to have to live. Uh, in the you know whatever decision you make, you have to live with that. So make sure it's comfortable for you. Don't be worrying about what mom, dad, uncle, whoever yeah. else is in his ear. You know, don't be worrying about all that. I mean, take take the information in, but also this is a decision for you. Yeah. So um, you know, again, I hope he can continue to do what he's doing, which he is. But just hold your hold your ground, man. If somebody come in and try to tell you to move your position. Tell them no. You want to play quarterback. Yeah. At least give you opportunity. Give you a chance, and then if it doesn't work out, then you have always opportunity to move to another position. But for him, man, I think he's doing really good, and I think he got some really good people around him. So I just tell him to just keep going, man. Keep fighting. Keep fighting. Keep fighting the fight, man. Because he, like you said, we, we, you know, the doors are opening up wide now for you know young African American quarterbacks. Yeah. And the guys across the league, Russell Wilson is doing great. Cam Newton is doing great. Um, Mahomes, Mahomes, Dak Lamar, Prescott. No, Dak. a lot of people on Dak. I, I know I'm I'm on Dak tough based on the fact that <laughs> I want him to get us out, get the Cowboys. Not us. I'm not a Cowboys fan. <laughs> don't, don't. But C.D. Lamb is playing for the Cowboys. OU, so I had to rep that. But I, I want Dak to at least get us out of the second round, man. Get us out of the second round and go get the bag, Dak. Yeah. Go get the true bag. And it's not just all him, man. They need some DBs, man. So yeah, they do. They got a whole bunch of things going on. Yeah, I wanted to uh, kind of show you this article that's in here. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this. I know you and Demetrius text back and forth. But there's an article in here that's uh, actually, here it is right here, that's kind of galvanizing y'all's stats. I'm just going to read these out here. This is in the book right here, you know. So men lie, women lie, but numbers don't, right? <laughs> now, I know y'all played in a total different era. So just some things you and Demetrius can go back and forth with while y'all texting. <laughs> it says, uh, Demetrius Davis versus Vince Young. It says, passing yards. Demetrius Davis, 6,983. Vince Young, 4,860. Passing totals, 80 touchdowns. 61 rushing yards. Oh, this is where you killed him at right here. 2,172 yards versus 2,700. Those are running back numbers. Those are running back numbers. 2,764 rushing TDs. You got him again on this one. 31 rushing TDs to Vince 38. Total TDs. 111, Demetrius Davis, 99. That's still good for back in that era, though. You know what I'm saying? Because it wasn't wide open like it is nah, now. No, man, they, 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 are, man, they spread him out. It's beautiful watching high school football right now. Yeah, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, the record, 37-2, and 33-6. Uh, state rings, two for Demetrius, zero, zero. for Vince. Man. But Katie used to knock us out the playoffs every, every year. Every year. Every year. Every year. And then Westlake come up from Austin and knocked us out the semifinals to go play for the state final against Lufkin, Reggie McNeil. Mm. But we lost to Westlake. Yeah, yeah, Reggie McNeil was another great mm -hmm. quarterback. Um, when you said <clears throat> Coach Brown gave you the keys in 2004, I also played for Watson Brown. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Coach Brown's younger brother. Mm -hmm. He was our offense coordinator at Oklahoma. When he gave you the keys in 2004 and said, hey, Vince, 
it's your ship. And you was like, I'm taking, I'm, I'm going to win your championship. Yeah. Now, how many years, he gave you the keys in your sophomore year? Red shirt freshman year. Red shirt freshman year. So you had four years of playing in that position or three? Uh, how how that work uh, out? So my true freshman year, uh, I didn't play. So I was, he coaches, you know, most time Coach Brown say he wants the young quarterbacks to kind of, you know, you know, go on the trips, road games, just kind of get a feel of what you'll be doing as a quarterback. So yeah. it was Chris Sims um, there when I was there. He was a starting quarterback. So Coach Brown wanted you to, you know, just kind of feel, get the feel for it, you mm -hmm. know, go to class, get up in your grades, uh, but also just take a step back and just kind of, you know, look at, follow Chris Sims around to know how to become a, a college quarterback at University yes. of Texas. So it was pretty good, good for me. Yeah, it was pretty good for me just to sit the back seat and just watch. Also write the plays down, you know, get familiar with saying the plays and getting familiar with, you know, uh, Coach Davis' offense, you mm -hmm. know, you know, different plays because I didn't run none of that. In high school? I was basically Veer in high school. Uh. So when wait, I a minute, him, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We didn't pass the ball You were much. beer and you still threw 99 touchdowns at <laughs> barely, the beer? Yeah, barely. Come on, man. Barely. I know my senior year, we kind of spread it out, opened it up a little okay. bit. Went, you know, five wide, four wide, stuff like that. So when I got to Texas, I had to start all over. Yeah. Um, I was coming into a post-style offense. Mm -hmm. When we were reading cover two, your route got to cut off. And if it's not cover two, we ain't uh, cover three. Yo, you need, you know, you know, receivers got to adjust to the defense. So receiver, <laughs> he's making all the pass. Yeah. I'm making all the right. Right. So we gotta, you know, I had to take a step back and understand that stuff. Yeah. You know, um, because yeah, Coach Seals and them taught me a little bit of that, but it was way different. I got to, to who's college. your OC. And high school? No, college. And college was Greg Davis. Okay, Greg Davis. So when I got there, man, we was running five wide a lot. You mm. know, it wasn't no veer. You know, no. none of that was going on. It's basically just handing the ball off. So I had to go there and take, you know, take a step back and learn that stuff. Yeah. You know, really know what cover two is. Really mm -hmm. know what cover three, cover four, quarters, half, half, all that stuff. Yeah. Hard uh, front, even front. You know, know yeah. what the D line is doing. I had to take a step back. So it actually helped me to red shirt mm -hmm. and, and, you know, get a, a feel for that. Yeah. And then that next year, you know, I was straight competing. Now, Chance Mock was a starting quarterback, but I'm looking like I want to play. Yeah. Because I, I just set out the whole year last year and I didn't play, so. Now, you, <laughs> the, the talk amongst everyone else, like the outside of Texas, <laughs> was there's no way Chance Mock is going to beat Vince Young. Yeah. Especially if you was from Houston. And you know, anybody that know me know I rep Houston to death of me. I was telling all my guys, there's no way Chance Mock is going to beat out Vince Young. Number one, he's a great athlete. Number two, he can throw it. Mm -hmm. So for us, it was like, come right. on, man. Get out yeah, of I mean, Chance, but Chance was cool, man. Um, I'm sure he was. It was a good competitive fight, you know. Yeah. He started it off, you know. Uh, coach gave him an opportunity, you know, um, to be the starting quarterback. I mean, he started off pretty good, and some of the games we wasn't winning. And after that, Coach kind of threw me in some of the games, and I was doing pretty good with it, mm -hmm. throwing the ball, running the ball. Um, the guys feed it, a little bit, feed it off me a little bit more. So after that, well, I just took over that Iowa State right after that OU game. Um, Iowa State was like, Coach said, we're going with Vince and the media. He uh, brought us both in the, in the, in the room. 
and met with me and Mark, Mark and said, told us what was going on and and Mark was very cool with it. He was like, man, I'm here to support you, VY. Um, I, you know, coach made the decision, but I'm here to support you. So I, a lot of that I really did appreciate a lot from, uh, you know, Chad's Mark to being cool because yeah. it, it made him even more flow a little bit more easier. Yeah. You, know, you don't have to worry about somebody. Or stepping on somebody's stepping toes. On somebody's toes yeah. and stuff like that. Was he that. older than you? Yeah, he was yeah, older than you. That's the key too. So um, when coach <clears> gave me the keys to the, to the teeth, I, I never gave it back. No, you didn't. You <laughs> took it and mashed on the gas. All brakes, no gas. I mean, yeah. all gas, no brakes. Right. Now, so we get through your redshirt freshman year. You're starting at the end of that freshman year. Do y'all go to a bowl game that year? Yes, we go to uh, play Washington State and um, San Diego Bowl. Holiday Bowl? Yeah, the Holiday Bowl. Holiday Bowl. Y'all win that one. So you come we back. We lose that, actually. Oh, y'all lose that yeah, one? Yeah, they ended up benching me, actually. And Chance went in because they was blitzing a lot. I wish they would have kept me in there. Just to learn? Yeah, just to learn. But they took me out and benched me and uh, put Chance in. And we still didn't win. Still wouldn't win the game. So. Yeah. But it was a good bowl game, good experience. So you come back your sophomore year. And you're still fighting for the job, I'm or you starting. got it now? I'm you starting. start. Yeah, okay, starting. so that spring you go in, you start. Exactly. Now they're just saying, hey, Vince, now we're going to put it all on you. Mm. You are guy, let's go. Yeah. Now, there's a difference between being the guy coming in, coming out, coming in, coming out, yeah. versus the guy with the keys to yeah. the city. Yeah, that's now, a big difference. What, what, how did you feel when he finally said your sophomore year is yours, Vince? Well, when he gave it to me, man, it just, I just took that summer just to get ready. Um, you know, preparing myself. Uh, we were doing a lot of seven on seven with my my team, my wide receivers, okay. so this just put a lot of work in. You know, I had a, I had a, uh, some rough three step drops. You know, short game. I had to go work on my short game. It was some things I needed to fix to be a better passer. Because um, you know, like I said in, in high school, I was mostly run threat. Run. Right. Beer. So that whole off season when coach told me that I was a starter, I, I had to go put, put some more work in. Yeah. You hear that, kids out there? <laughs> Vince Young said it himself, seven on seven, get your work done in the summer, work on little things like your footwork, uh, reading keys. Those are That's a great word for these kids out here, especially yeah. with seven on seven blowing up. It wasn't really around when I was playing mm -hmm. football, but you got a taste of it on the back end, right? Yeah, I talk. I mean, a lot of kids call me um, uh, or DM me and I always tell them, they always ask me what I should work on. I said, man, listen. You guys gotta understand, like behind the scenes, when nobody's looking, that's when you gotta grind. Yeah, you can't be waiting on coach to come tell you. You can't be waiting on somebody to tell you. You gotta go do the stuff now. I even tell this to my son right now. Hey, how old's your son? He's ten years old. So oh, okay, young. He's young. So I, I be telling guys, man, you know, a reason why I got better because I did a lot of work behind the scenes. You know, especially throwing to my left. You know, I always used to be keep the ball on my receiver's hip because I wasn't opening up my left mm. a little bit. When you throw it to the left, they say you got to open, over, open a little bit more, over-exaggerate more than when you go to your right. And I didn't know that, so I was watching myself on film, and I was like, oh, okay, I see what they're talking about. I need to open up my hip more. So when I started to throw the ball to the left now, I was here now. Yeah, in front of them in front of me. Because I was working on it, you know, in the all seven season, on seven. Well, seven on seven, so... A lot of kids don't understand, like, you have to work because when the game time come, it's no time for all that. No. You're making sure your foot right. <laughs> it's time to play, you know. Like, I tell kids all the time, like, man, well, you need to work on that in the off season. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people tell people to work on their weaknesses. I say, man, work on your strengths. 
<laughs> what, yeah. what you good at? Yeah, what you good at? You get better at you it. Get better at it. Yeah. I mean, you can you can, you can fall in until you on your weakness and stuff like that. But I tell people to focus on your strengths. So you know, I was focused on a lot of my strengths. Yeah. But that weakness was that left. So I, I did work on it a little bit, but I was definitely working on my deep ball and stuff that I was good at corner routes, uh, hitch routes. Yeah. I was just working on stuff that I was strong at. So how did the weight room help you? Weight room, you know, <laughs> I'm not a big weight room guy, but I was in there. You know, yeah. I was all about being in shape. Okay. I used to run with the wide outs and DBs. I didn't run with the O-line, the right. uh, quarterbacks and running backs. I was always trying to run with your guys. Yeah, you, you was see. fast though, right? Yeah. What'd you run, four, five, four, four, four? Four, five, yeah. Okay. So if I said if I can keep up with running backs and wide outs, I'll be a beast. Yeah. When it's time for me in the game, yeah. can't nobody catch me. But And it's hard to tackle you too at six, yeah. five. What'd you play at? I played at 203, okay. 205, so um, I try to make sure I was always in shape. So, yeah. you know, I did lift weights um, what I can. I was mostly like on my own weight. I used to do a lot of pull-ups, uh, work on my body weight, body weight, explosive, yeah. definitely a lot of squats. Yeah. I wasn't really no big bench guy, none yeah. of that stuff. Well, you quarterback, know, like they don't really want you to get heavy <laughs> in the chest anyway because mm -hmm. you're tight yes. and your motion gets short. So, so abs, doing a lot of core work, you know, stuff that I know that I have to use because a lot of people think it's just all arm. It's really when your base, your legs, yes, your yes, core, yes, and to make get that you know that whip yes. on the ball, that spice on it. You know you gotta coming from. <laughs> I'm telling you, coming from a guy that has played the position, Texas legend in football at the quarterback position, is telling you guys right now, live and in person, to work on your lower base in order to get stronger and throw the ball. It's not all about your arm. Yeah. It's about your lower base. Mm -hmm. Great advice. Great advice. Now, once you got to, um, we go into the next season where you went, y'all went 11 and 1. one. Yeah. And then went to the Rose Bowl. Yeah, we played Michigan. That's the, we had lost to OU 12 to 0. <laughs> yeah. Which Adrian Tough. Peterson, shout out AD, yeah. ran Beast. all over us. AD. <laughs> Still Beast. playing. Still killing. I just seen him run over somebody yeah. uh, to, uh, yesterday. About to break that record, man. Yeah. That's what trying to do. But yeah, man, so. Um, we lost OU that week, but we ended up getting in the slot and playing in the Rose Bowl for our first time against a really good team with uh, Michigan and Bladen Elwitz and Chad Hennon. I mean, they the list goes on. Yeah, what they had. Yeah, they had a great team. And it was the first time both you know traditions of the history, Rose Bowl. Yeah, in that history because they have a lot of history in Michigan and we had a lot of history. So yeah. um, just to see that all shaking out and we end up winning the game at the last with a field goal, man, that kind of sparked us really yeah. for the upcoming year. And I tell this story all the time. We won that game and then we came back to the off season and Coach Brown, you know, he always do a, a team meeting before the season start, off season start. He telling us what you want us to do, go to class, you know, do this. And, you know, one of the things about Coach Brown, he always wants you to just, he treats you like you're a man. Okay. So one of the things that he always said, like when you walk in my meeting room, I want you to be sitting up straight, no hats on, no earrings, uh, sit up in the trail, and everybody was in there just lying, gagging, just feeling they stuff because we just won. I'm like, hold up, coach. Can I say something, coach? I say, coach, I have to say this, but I see guys in here not following your rules. I see guys in here with hats on. I see guys slumped, slumped in their chairs. I see guys with earrings in. I say, Coach, I think we uh, we feeling ourselves because we won the Michigan game. Mm. And I say, we not finished yet, man. Mm. We just getting started. We got to go back to the Rose Bowl. Mm. And you guys are already taking advantage of, you know, what we did 
Well, we won. Y'all think it's okay now. We good. We don't need to follow Coach Brown rules no more. Mm. So I had to make sure they knew understood that. I had That's to make powerful. sure that. I'm like, come on, man. Y'all got to come on. Let's go back to work, baby. So if y'all down with that, everybody meet me on the field at 7 o'clock for 7.07 in practice. And the whole team came out. Even our old wow. line came out. Wow. So that whole summer, we was like, okay, everybody's on the same page. Y'all was locked in. We was locked in. We was like, we're going back to the Rose Bowl. Mm. We're going back, for, but this time for the, the big show, for the mm. big daddy. Yeah. But it all started in the off season. That's beautiful. And that's, that's why I, we could keep going back to it over and over, man. But How much you do, to yeah. the leadership part. Yeah. That's the leadership part. But f- and looking on the outside, looking in, right? For me, I would, I, would, I would look at you and I'd be like, man, Vince is so calm in his leadership because I, I know you're a leader because I've met you several times with my friends mm-hmm. but I would always think man he's such a calm leader what where'd you get that calm leadership not everybody's a calm <laughs> leader a lot of guys rah rah this that right, and right. other but to be calm I think like mostly that. uh my mom man and the women that my raised mm-hmm. me you know they always used to be the relaxed chill but always a grinder though mm-hmm. you know my mom would probably be out all night partying but she'll wake up in the morning Take a bath, get us at where to work and be like, oh, be countable. Right. You know, she used to be always counting. I used to be like, she ain't finna get up. Not what she just did all night. You know what I'm saying? Hey, my, but you, <laughs> you, you trip out. But my mom lives off of Player Street. Yeah, so you already know. So I already know. Street, I know yeah. what it is. And she's the same way. She'll go out. She'll go out all night. Go hard. Go hard. Come home. And be ready for work that next day. And seeing that, seeing that, that that does something to you as a young man. Yeah, you looking mm-hmm. from far, you like, hmm, that's how you do it. Yeah, that's beautiful. Shout out to my mom, Ruthie Warren, Ruthie <laughs> Weed Reed out there. What's your name? Felicia Young, Mama Young. There you go. Shout outs to the moms out there. <laughs> so you gave that great speech. Everybody shows up. Now y'all locked in. We go to work. It was the first time I ever, like, you know, you're not supposed to have your offensive line and D-linemen when you're doing that. Yeah. But they was out. They was yeah. like, no, nah, we want to do 11 on 11. So we did 11 on 11. Even wow. Our coaches couldn't be there, but they were so happy and proud of us. Yeah. I mean, they was, like, peeking through the trees. Like, you know, you couldn't be there in all season. Coaches can't be there. They'd be yeah. in trouble. But coaches got there. I can tell you, I got them a script. We're about to run these plays, rerunning the ball, but we also protecting each other. But we also getting work in. Yeah. And, and y'all knew how to do it because you've been to several practices. We've been in the real real time practicing and while we had you know, you know, coach tell us to always protect each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the same thing we were saying. We was just like, Let's go, man, that's that's that you know, O line, that line, come on, let's go eleven on eleven. But y'all make sure we protect each other. You know, be careful. Go to war, get yeah. better. But it was beautiful, man. Yeah. And there wasn't no coaches out there. So you wow. know, we had some really good leaders on our team from the offensive side and the defensive side. And guys were just zoned in, zoned in to, you know, trying to make it definitely back to the Rose Bowl game. So after y'all beat Oklahoma that year, because I know you set some uh, records in that game, in, in that Oklahoma game, obviously that's always a, a, a rival, yeah, right? Definitely. And walking into that, that Cotton Bowl, it's a feeling like no other, Man. right? And uh, it sucks that they, 
they not gonna be able to have that type of atmosphere this, this year. year. Yeah. yeah. Even the uh, carnival, they don't even not even having that. They're not having the carnival. Oh yeah, they're not having the carnival either. Yeah, they're not even doing that either. So. But I know just the feeling of coming out of that game being victorious. It typically propels a team. Mm -hmm. So y'all shot out of there after that game. One, the big, was it twelve at that time big or 12, eight? Yeah. Big twelve at that time. And now here you go. The big stage. <laughs> Nobody is giving y'all a shot. Uh, you're playing against an all-decade <laughs> team with right. two Heisman Trophy winners, a USC Hall of Fame running back. Then you got these linebackers that are supposed <laughs> to be so good. The <laughs> secondary is supposed to be so good. Yeah. What was y'all's mindset before the game looking at the opponent, USC. Well, we was pissed off, man, because we didn't get no respect. You know, we was really upset. I mean, I had just lost to Heisman. And I was yeah, you were up for the Heisman that year. Yeah. Who, were, who were with you on that ballot? Yeah, yeah it was me, Matt Liner, and Reggie Bush. So, you know, shout out to my boys. We still cool to this day, Reggie and, uh, and Matt. They was yeah. clowning me on TV the, the other day. <laughs> I got so much respect for them. But, you know, after we lost that Heisman, after I lost that Heisman, I, you know, I called Rod Wright, one of our defensive line uh, guys, the leader on the team. I said, man, get the guys together and tell them let's get ready for this game. Because mm. it ain't nobody is like, thinking we're going to win. We're the underdogs for sure. We're going to their house and they backyard. They this team, which they were, much respect because they was kicking butt. Yeah, they was at the time. Two-year run. Two-year run. I mean, they was about to do something really special that nobody had ever done ever before. Ever done before. So yeah. we had Were they on their three-peat? Three-peat. Yeah, yeah three-peat. Yeah, so we had to make sure we was getting ourselves prepared and getting ready um, for a, a really good football team, man. Yeah. And a good coach with Coach uh, Pete Carroll. So we had to prepare ourselves. But at the same time, we have been in that position too many times. Mm -hmm. You know, we just played Ohio State at Ohio State, yeah. which is one of the hardest games I ever played in my life. Beat them. Beat them. I came back and won that game. I mean, all through that season, we had some up and downs. But they know, were comebacks, but right? But it was comebacks, but we know how to finish. Yes. Um, so we wanted to make sure when we got to this game against USC, we mm -hmm. wanted to make sure everybody across the world know we're the better team. And we looking forward to this. We don't have nothing, no, nothing to lose. Nothing like them, you know. Yeah. They, they got the pressure. They the yeah. ones on TV, the best team overall. You know, comparing to Oklahoma teams back in the day and everything. Yeah. I was like, I'm just like, they must don't think. You know, we just got here twelve and zero for nothing. No, nah, y'all gonna have to respect us. So we went in that game with a little chip on our shoulder and, and letting them know, going to show the world about Texas football, which. We always scream and tell people about Texas football is across different. The, across the nation, <laughs> we still look different. <laughs> now you get in that game, and it's to me, it's probably one of the greatest games in college football yeah, you. history. It. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 467 yards of total offense, three rushing TDs, uh, 30, 30 and two record mm -hmm. as a quarterback. Right? That was your uh, last stats. Now. On that last run, <laughs> you, what, what was it? Fourth down, 19 seconds left to go. <laughs> now, that's been some great plays going back and forth. Even the, the drive before that, when you ran it in. Now, I'm thinking to myself, there's no way that USC, they got to have a spy. 
on you, right? <laughs> There's no way they're going to let him run this ball on fourth down. There's no way. Right. What was going through your mind on that that particular play? Man, I I'm, I'm just know Pete has something up his sleeve. He's going to probably blitz me or something. But, you know, the crazy part about it is we was prepared, you know, because we talked about it, me and Coach Brown and Coach Davis, before we left. Mm. Um, before we left Austin, they asked me, like, if the game was on the line, what would you call? I was like, quarterback sneak. <laughs> and coach was like, you know, that's that's, know that's pretty that's good. Funny. That's pretty good. But let's go with a pass so it give you a run pass option. There you go. I'm like, okay, that's why coaches coach and players play. <laughs> so we actually talked about the play, the menu two, we call this. Like, you know, when we in hurry your offense, we call it menu two. Everybody knows what they're supposed to do in menu two. Okay. You know, it's a pass play. We know our O-line know what this a 60 protection. They, everybody knows what they need to do on Wendy, too. So I was thinking more so just getting the first down. So I tried to, you know, check the ball down to David Thomas, which uh, they did a good job of, you know. Tight end, right? Tight end. Uh, holding him. So by the time I was going through my progression, I was coming back to Selvin to check the ball down, and he was swinging out. and they Running back. Selvin, yeah, running back. And they fire zone uh, Rucker. So that lane kind of just opened, opened up. up. <laughs> So uh, Blaylock made a key block. Uh, my offensive line, my offensive tackle. Shout out to Blaylock. Um, made a key block, and that lane opened up. <laughs> I just took off. <laughs> I, I remember that game so vividly. Reason why I do is because obviously I'm a Texas fan. I'm a Vince Young fan. Mm -hmm. uh, hometown guy. You know, I'm a, a Houston to the death of me. Mm -hmm. And I just passed my real estate exam. Oh yeah. So I was thinking to myself, wow, I just passed this and I'm going to go watch Texas and see what BY got to do. <laughs> and then you end up winning the championship. Oh, Bring that play right there, man. That was, man, I, don't, I can't even tell you how. I'm a tech, I'm Oklahoma. You do know that. <laughs> Nobody knows that I'm Oklahoma, right? But, man, this is the one time that I was so proud for Texas football. I can say that on air. <laughs> I was proud, one, because. You did what no one in the world thought you was going to do, right? Mm -hmm. yep, and yep. then to be a brother at quarterback, too. And when nobody really gave you a shot at being quarterback. So it all kind of galvanized itself together. But the one shot I can remember is you holding up your hand like this and the balloons coming down <laughs> and they show the back of young Ten yeah. in the back. You do you have that picture? Oh, at yeah. moment? Got that moment on my wall. About that? Yeah, I have that on my wall. I mean, when I crossed that goal line, man, it it not only just you know, just that moment. I think I tell a lot of people, man, all the stuff I went through in life for me to be that quarterback at that moment, at the time, you know, from you know, from my mom and family being struck out on drugs and all this type of stuff mm -hmm. I went through as a kid being bullied, you know, all the stuff that I've been through as a young man, um, to to hear the hatred, ah, Vince, you ain't going to be no quarterback, you're going to be wide out, you're not going to do this, you know, the hatred, I mean, just, it was so much piled up in me that, like I told you, like, when people tell me I can't, it just pushes me to fight even harder, so, you know, ever when I got that opportunity to, to be that quarterback at UT, that was on my mind. The main thing I tell people, tell kids all the time, especially the younger guys, I said, don't forget, man, why you went to college, man. It's not only the pistol to play football, it was to graduate too, get that degree. Hey, you know amen. what I'm saying? So amen. I tell people all the time, I, I I went to UT because I wanted to better my better myself and better my family. 
but I also wanted to win the national championship too. I wanted to graduate. I wanted to get a degree. So I made sure I focused and then I also happened to win a national championship with it. So when I went across that goal line, a lot of that stuff flashed in front of you know, my past, playing at Mike High School. Like I said, people doubting me, saying, no, you're not going to be no quarterback. All that stuff, you know, flashed in front of me. Wow. I just had that moment uh, when I was standing there. Pointing up. Pointing up, like giving all praises to God, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because he was the only one. It felt like, it felt <laughs> from, a, from looking at it from a distance, it did feel like he was just soaking it all in. Soaking you know what I'm in. saying? All the combination of what you just said so beautifully. It looked that hard. You know what I'm I saying? I was giving all the praises to him because Lord knows what we, I went through as a young man yeah, <laughs> to I'm get sure. to that moment right there and yeah. then have an opportunity to, to Streets of Harlem Clark. Streets of Harlem Clark to better my family, um, to have opportunity to go forward and play in the NFL. So That's beautiful. Now, you do know this is rival week. Yeah, yeah. OU Texas. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. I'm from Oklahoma. Uh, went to Oklahoma. <laughs> BY from Texas. Now, in that UT OU <laughs> game, uh, what did it mean for you to play in that game? Did Did you know the history of that game before you went to Texas? Not really. Texas? Uh, I didn't know too much about it till I got to Texas. Really, and uh, had the opportunity to be at that moment, and and you know, especially. My true freshman year when I had opportunity to travel, mm -hmm. you know, that's one of the things that Coach Brown wanted you to experience. Experience, yeah, that's why he wanted me to, you know, take a seat back and just learn and be be around and um, understand, you know, the the history of that rivalry game. Yeah. When I had opportunity to go down my first time, I thought it was beautiful how. Oh yeah. How they split it and have red <laughs> one side on one to the other side i mean it was unbelievable i mean I, and then the game happens i'm out there like whoa man Wall williams jumped dogs over top it's chris sims <laughs> in the mouth he fumbles crowd going crazy i'm like this is off the chain i can't wait to play oh man <laughs> my freshman year uh shout out to roy williams as well <laughs> my freshman year uh i was starting at wide receiver as a freshman but I had no idea about the game. Mm -hmm. You know, no guys idea. would tell me, oh, Texas <laughs> right. game, Texas OU game. Coming out of the tunnel, after, you know, you go graze first and you get to see everything, mm -hmm. then you go back in the locker room. Coming out of that tunnel, and Texas is on this side. We were home team that time, so we were on this side. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but I just started crying. Yeah. I mean, my, I, I've never felt that feeling before nor after, and I got three kids, and I've cried when all my three kids have been born. But just to cry in a moment like that, man, it, I, I tell kids nowadays, go to college if you can play a sport because yeah. you can experience an emotion like that. And yeah. Nowhere else could get you that emotion. Yeah, that was, that's a beautiful game. I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed everything, the festivities, you know, the carnival, you know, the turkey leg smell. The fried Oreos. I mean, you know, I I experienced that's a beautiful affair. And then, you know, after I retired, I had opportunity to go to the game now. And, yeah. And really be a fan, you know. Yeah. Be on the sideline with the guys and interact with the fans. Yeah. Uh, you know, I do a lot of the, the uh, uh, Fox Sports with the guys. Yeah. And get on the pregame show. And, you know, I see you out there. Cleaning. Yeah, be yeah. on there hanging out with Reggie and all them. Coach Herm. Yeah. Uh, Coach, uh, Coach Meyer. So it's, it's a wonderful experience, man. And I tell my guys, man, y'all got to live it up, man. Because I miss that stuff, you know, playing the game of football. And I mean, just 
outside just now watching us do this practice, back to practice, right. man. This brought back so many memories. Yeah, yeah. So, but that For rivalry, me to man. cut grass. <laughs> yeah. It, it sometimes brings back. But it's memories. a great rivalry, man. I, um, man, it, I, 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 I mean, it's a lot of good rivalry games out there, but it's nothing like Texas. Red, yeah, the Red River Shootout. You man. have any <laughs> records in the Texas OU game? Uh, I think I'm one and two. Okay. One and two. Yeah, one and one. One and one. One and one. Yeah, because Chance started, <clears throat> so I ended up going in. But I'm one and one against those guys. You won the last one you played in, right? Me too. I um, played in four of them. Uh, lost three of them my senior year. We finally won. Mm-hmm. But my junior year, I had a Cotton Bowl record for uh, not ten catches, 192 yards, and uh, a couple touchdowns, a couple extra points. But the memory of that yeah, game. The memory, the, the, they're trying to move it, so Jerry where? Jones, stop it, man. No, the, you can't have it. Leave it at the college. Leave it, Jerry. Leave, leave it, it, Jerry. Leave <laughs> it. Now, uh, friendly wager on the game? Definitely. We won't tell nobody what our wager is, but yeah. let's, let's keep a wager on the game, okay? Yeah. Obviously, I got Oklahoma. You got Texas. But we're not going with the point system. Just we <laughs> WNL. WNL. A good meal or something. You still got a, a steakhouse? Yeah. Are you in that steakhouse business now? Yeah, Venture Steakhouse is doing great, man. I mean, pandemic was a little tough, but we fought through it and, yeah. and hung, hung, hung in there. But now we're back to, you know, about, about 65%. We're back up to what we, you know, especially okay. for the weekends, games like that. Yeah. Uh, weekends and we definitely be sold out, but yeah, we get back up there, man. It's it's a fun business. As again, somebody told me I couldn't. Athletes can't do restaurants. Let me tell y'all something. The only reason people can't do stuff is because they not hands on. They let people run stuff for you. Don't do that. Go be hands on and learn as much as you can and be part of it. You just don't want nobody just using your name. Right. Well, any business. So anything I do now, I mean, I got in a lot of trouble back in the day when I had people working for me and, mm-hmm. you know, trusting them to do stuff and they was taking advantage of me and just doing all kinds of stuff. And because I wasn't hands-on. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so now I tell people, man, I'm more involved. Like, people's like, what are you doing there? I just thought you you're, you're going to send your team. No, I ain't got no team. It's just me. <laughs> <laughs> team B-Y. <laughs> so I'm more hands-on guy now. So, man. My, and you my, had to learn that through experience. I had to learn that through yeah. experience. So my partner's... Uh, with Jim McAvell, you know, okay. big, big yeah, man. yeah. Uh, his daughter and uh, son-in-law, Phil, man, they some great partners. So, okay. Uh, they run the operation day to day. So I, I'm uh, very proud to say that my brothers and sisters, and they do a really fabulous job, do a great job. That's beautiful. So yeah. there you have it. If OU wins, we're going in Vince's <laughs> Steakhouse. If OU loses, wherever <laughs> Vince wants to go, but hopefully go to. Vince Steakhouse. <laughs> Vince, man, it's, it's been a pleasure, man. Yeah, Thank man. you for, for blessing not only me mm-hmm. and the show, Vite Media, but blessing the kids out there that watch our show and with all these great nuggets that you've blessed them with, the, the, uh, being a leader, being a um, stand-up guy, and looking out for others and all the nuggets about working at work work ethic yeah and staying prayed up man staying prayed that, up. That, that's that's beautiful thank you for that man no problem dude thanks for having me brother my pleasure my pleasure outstanding see us again again discussions with deuce thank you all for tuning in once again <laughs>